0: Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder.
1: Hello, Mike here.
0: Welcome to a moment with MMJ.
1: We're excited that you're with us today. Thank you.
0: We are. Yep. Thank you for sharing yeah. with us.
1: It's it's always great when we get comments and everything. It just does our hearts good.
0: I agree. Awesome.
1: Awesome stuff. So thank you again <laughs> with all of our hearts. Right. Hey, what's up? Uh, today that we're recording is June 6th, 2021. And it's been an exciting day.
0: Well, I mean, our day started off with going to church, Mm -hmm. and we did celebrate our um, church's 40th year of ministry. Yes. So that was fun.
1: It was precious. Mm -hmm. It was a great time. had a great word from Dr. Barclay, and it was fun to just be there to to celebrate and to kind of honor the pastors and honor the ministry for the work that... uh, Done over the past forty years, right? That we're a part of. So yeah,
0: and I think you know, just along that subject is, um, like like anything else, you know, when you talk about marriage, you know, how do you have a good marriage or how do you stay married? You don't quit,
1: right? And it's the same oh, with ministry. So like good,
0: you don't quit. You, you preaching
1: know? now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? To to listen to Pastor Mike and Vicky talk about it, there were times when when they felt like they wanted to quit
0: i'm sure they were challenged many times and,
1: and they were like you know what is all of this but then at the right time they had people come across their path sent by the lord to encourage them to stay the course right to not quit and to keep going forward and they're definitely they're reaping the results of that failure to quit of that that keeping on going forward so and it's
0: awesome yeah, I it's mean, yeah. Awesome. You don't, you know, when you get a word from God, like they got a word from God to mm-hmm. come to Sioux Falls and mm-hmm. to just stick with it mm-hmm. and um, keep on one foot in front of the other. That's what keep they say: keeping keep on, on keep on. The
1: Journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, yes. and then you keep on stepping.
0: So that was how our morning started. Mm-hmm. It was great, it was and good. it's it's good to get that. You know, when you see somebody that has accomplished what they you know, I have accomplished through the Lord and through people sharing in their ministry. Mm-hmm. It's it's encouraging to us and right. encouraging to others. that Oh,
1: yes, mm-hmm. that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do what God has called us to do in the face of severe resistance. We just need to keep pushing on with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And part of what we kind of felt uh, a little bit to talk about, Mary Jo got, um, and, and this ties in so wonderfully with, the church anniversary uh, of what you, were, what you got from the Lord about enforcing the victory.
0: Okay, I'm going to just do a part of a word that I got from God on, um, on May 20th, mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. And basically it says, remember, let's see, the time is coming quickly to remove the old and reset the new be encouraged and render the sound of victory for i am your victorious god no weapon formed against you shall prosper resist the devil and he will flee from you you are too timid at times get loud and demand the victory you already have it enforce it right
1: yeah get loud <laughs> get loud baby come on stand up and shout but you know you think about that and and we we learn this and about about walking in the victory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: See, we don't fight to gain a victory in in the Lord. We don't we don't fight, you know, to to gain a victory. We fight from a position of victory.
0: We've already won.
1: We've already won. It's established. Uh, Ephesians chapters one and two talks about our position in the heavenlies, you know, raised with Christ, and I'm going to go there and look at that in the Amplified, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, and then chapter 2 also, just to kind of reinforce that. I think we've already shared that, but it's okay. But it never, it never, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It never hurts to go over these again, and again, and again. We can't go through this one time and say that we got it. This will be a constant thing until we're exactly we're gone to heaven, and then there will be even more revelation that right because
0: I my understanding from people that have been to heaven is that we are going to keep learning and learning oh, and developing as as God's yeah, children.
1: Yeah, and then God's going to un- unveil a whole new facet of who He is, and we're just going to be blown away for another ten thousand years <laughs> while we learn more about God. So it's going to be amazing. But Ephesians chapter one. I'm going to just start reading in verse 17, and we'll go through and highlight some of these that talk about our position already victorious and where we sit in the whole grand scheme of things as believers. Um, For I always pray to the God, the first 17, for I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Now, that is powerful because, you know, Paul is praying for the church. And, you know, we can pray for this for us. We can pray for this for others, that we get this, that we have, that God grants us a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight Mm -hmm. into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. And when we're really seeking the Lord, that's what we're going to end up with. That's where we're going to get. He's going to reveal those things to us
0: mm-hmm.
1: as we go. Uh, verse 18, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones. That's us. <laughs> and so that we can know and understand what is the immeasurable an unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. That's good. Oh, you talk about punching the devil between the eyes every chance we get. That's perfect scripture to use to reinforce that victory. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we'll learn more about that as we go on. Uh, I'm going to read verse 19 again. And finish it this time. I just stopped because I was so excited about that. And so that we can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believed, as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority, now catch this here, this is verse 20 and 21, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal and supreme head of the church, a headship exercised throughout the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, for in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere within himself. And you, chapter 2, verse 1, and you... He made alive when you were dead, slain by your trespasses and sins, in which at one time you walked habitually. You were following the course and fashion of this world, were under the sway of the tendency of this present age, following the prince of the power of the air. You were obedient to and under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience, the careless, the rebellious, and the unbelieving, who go against the purposes of God. Among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh, our behavior governed by our corrupt and sensual nature, obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind, our cravings dictated by our senses and our dark imagings. We were then by nature the children of God's wrath and heirs of his indignation like the rest of mankind. There you go, shouting time. But God... So rich is he in mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ himself, the same new life with which he quickened him, for it's by grace, his favor and mercy, which we did not deserve that we are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. All right, verse 6, this is the shouting ground. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come, the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor in his kindness and goodness of heart towards us in Christ Jesus. Um, <laughs> wow. So go back to verse 20, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come, and he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal and supreme head of the church, a headship exercised throughout the church. Now, this is not heresy that we are seated with Christ. This no. is this is this is Word. Yep. And because of that, we are exactly what the Word says. We have dominion, we have authority, we have power over every name. Yep above or every title that can be conferred.
0: So when we, you know, so when God said to in that we have the victory, uh-huh. you already have it. Right. Enforce it.
1: Enforce it. Yes. How do we do that?
0: Well, I looked up what enforce means. And so to make, example, a law, a rule, et cetera, affect, active or effective to make sure that people do what is required by a law, rule, et cetera, to make something happen force or cause something to happen. Mm -hmm. So we need to, you know, we already have, what he said, we already have the victory Mm -hmm. so we need to enforce it Mm -hmm. and that's what we were looking up, how How, we enforce it. How
1: we enforce it. You know, another key scripture that declares our victory uh, over the uh, powers of the enemy Colossians chapter 2, 13, 14, and 15. And this is these are some really strong legal terms in here. And think about what Mary Jo just read about uh, enforcing. When, to cause
0: or make something to happen. hmm mm-hmm.
1: And you who were dead in trespasses, and who were dead in trespasses and in the, in the uncircumcision of your flesh, your sensuality, your sinful carnal nature, God brought to life together with Christ having freely forgiven us all our transgressions, having canceled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note, the bond, with its legal decrees and demands, which was in force and stood against us, which was hostile to us, this note, with its regulations, decrees, and demands, he set aside and cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in Him and in the cross. So there is another key scripture that tells us about yes, the enemy's complete defeat, mm-hmm. made a bold, bold, a public display and an example of them, paraded them through the streets, defeated in chains.
0: Right. So there was. There was um, demonstration,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. People are, i mean, they—they they saw mm-hmm. what was happening.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no going back to. Oh, we need to defeat the devil. Uh, no, you know. I, I kind of—I was talking to a, a friend of ours at church today, a guy that's on the worship team with us about that position, about that position of strength that we're fighting from. Us fighting to defeat the devil, okay, would be like us training to fight the British Army again in the Revolutionary War.
0: With our weapons that we have right now. Right. Yeah.
1: Today, with the modern technology that we have and things like that going against smoothbore muskets. And we talked about it. It was kind of crazy just standing in a line 75, 100 yards away from each other, having them shoot at you and waiting to see if you were the one that was going to get shot or not. It's just, just that whole technology of the day, Yeah. right? And it just... So that's our position of strength, is that we we have already won. We have already won the, the victory. What did Jesus do? I Spoke mean, for goodness sakes. Um, right? Matthew chapter 4. Jesus was guided by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, tested, and tried by the devil. And he went without food for 40 days and 40 nights, and later he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, if you are God's son, command these stones to be made loaves of bread. But he replied, it is written. And he defeated the devil and punched him in the face with the word of God.
0: Yes. Spoke the word of God.
1: Yes. Yes. He said, it is written, man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So how do we follow that example and stand up? Think about some of the things that we're dealing with. Think about you've if, if there's a situation, a financial situation in your life that... Um, you you need some kind of a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the head and not the tail. I, a, I am the head and not the tail. I'm mm-hmm. above and not beneath mm-hmm. everything. My hand, God said that everything that I would set my hand to will prosper. So, we're using that word to defeat that enemy and say, You know what? This is what God says. I don't care what you say, Mr. Devil, because God's word is 100% supreme, you are 100% defeated, so go away and leave me alone. We're casting down those vain imaginations. And uh, high and lofty things are exalting themselves against the knowledge of God. Okay? So.
0: And God says many times how victorious he is. mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about the letter from God from Ivan Tate yesterday. we got to
1: read part of this. A friend of ours... Told us about this. We hadn't read it today, and it was so, or yesterday we didn't read it, and it was so good. Uh, The word, we've shared some of these before uh, Letters from God by Ivan Tate. Find out where you can get a copy of this and get one. You will Mm -hmm. love it. Um, It's called In the Hollow of My Hand. I'm just going to read the whole thing because I think it's all really applicable and really uplifting and encouraging. Uh, The foundation scripture is Psalm 128, verses 1 and 2. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord that walks in his ways for thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands happy shalt thou be and it shall be well with thee and just think about that in reference to what we just talked about applying to word of the word to a situation where you know you might need a job, you might need some financial breakthrough or something right. like that mm-hmm. you can apply that word to it. all right here we go absorb this promise and this word if you walk in my ways as a good son or daughter and mimic my ways in every area of your life, You will eat the good fruit of your labor. You will live your life in happiness, peace, divine favor, and good fortune of every kind. Your family will be fruitful and productive within your house. Your children will be blessed at your table. Your life will be a pleasure to live. You are not like those who shrink back in shame or doubt. You are as a bold warrior who already knows the battle is won. Mm -hmm. Come on, (laughs) preach. You go into a battle with my battle cry, knowing that I am much stronger, I am much more skilled, and I have a greater history of victory over all my enemies, which is complete victory. Yes. Because you fear my name, I will show myself strong on your behalf. You should prepare yourself and stand at the door of expectation, waiting for the things that I am going to do for you today. I will stretch down my hand from heaven and rescue you. I will set your feet upon a rock, and establish your steps before you, because you fear my name and tremble at my word. Wow,
0: that's good, you know. And I that's just such a boom remembered on Friday night when we were praying. Mm-hmm. I just rose up inside of me, awake in me, a clean heart that I can show forth your ways.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And go back to Psalm fifty-one for that, because then we read that mm-hmm. out of the Passion. It mm-hmm. was precious. I'll uh, take a minute and just read it because I. I
0: I don't know if I'd read the whole psalm, because it's kind of long, but that's, there was right. definitely the middle part that talks about creating me and creating in me a clean heart.
1: Purify my conscience. Make this leper clean again. This is verse 7. Wash me in your love until I am pure in heart. Satisfy me in your sweetness, and my song of joy will return. The places within me you have crushed will rejoice in your healing touch. Hide my sins from your face. Erase all my guilt by your saving grace. Create a new, clean heart within me. Fill me with pure thoughts and holy desires ready to please you. May you never reject me. May you never take from me your sacred spirit. And you think about when that was, too. David was in. He was penitent before God. Um,
0: And it was before Jesus at the cross. Right. But it did talk about creating a clean heart.
1: Create a new, clean heart within me. Fill me with pure thoughts and holy desires ready to please you. And
0: That's then we precious. will show forth God's ways.
1: Yes. So it's we, awesome. We will. That is very precious. Wow. So I'm, I'm excited. And this is fighting from a position of strength and a position of victory. It gives us such an advantage. It's almost not fair. <laughs> but we're going to take it every chance we get. That's right. Why? Because we are victorious in this life. Mm-hmm. it's it, we and we can enforce that and we need to enforce that once we know it right by applying the word and from the scriptures that we've shared uh especially that in Ephesians where your the eyes of your heart are flooded with light mm-hmm. that you can know what is the immeasurable goodness of his power to us who believe
0: and we, yeah what we have for power through mm-hmm. jesus christ
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's meditate on that. Let's walk in it. Let's begin to pray that prayer over yourself in Ephesians chapter 1, where, where Paul prayed. Find that in it. starts in, in verse 15 and goes through quite a bit of the rest of the, of the letter to, to the Ephesians, actually. Mm-hmm. That whole what he is praying over us and praying that we would get. Meditate on that word. Think about it. Get it established in your heart. And that,
0: then it will begin to come out your mouth.
1: Then Yes, then we will have that mm-hmm. position of victory. And when the tempter comes, we can fire back with the, with the cannon, the nuclear bomb of the Word of God, and put the little ant who is the devil back in his little anthill and turn him into a puddle of smoke.
0: That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope this has blessed you. Please shoot us a comment. Let us know what you think. We love hearing from you, and uh, we will talk to you next time around. Thanks again for listening.
0: Yep, have a great day.